Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. AB, yes. This is the first time we've been able to discuss the intro music on air. How do you like it? I love it. I'm a big fan of that intro music. I don't know what it is, but I'm into it. Wait till you see. Wait till that receipt hits our email, and you'll see what it <laughs> is. <laughs> paid for that? <laughs> of course, I paid for that. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of. Uh, I was on a beat website, like search, you know, search for instrumentals. And I searched wedding music. I couldn't quite. I searched Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and then similar beat. No, that's not true. But anyway, that's what I feel like <laughs> when I listen to that music. Love that music. AB, what did you think of the premiere episode? They kept telling us this is the most controversial Bachelor of all time. They kept telling us this is going to be the, the most exciting and controversial season of all time. What do you think? You're the veteran. You're the expert. This is shaping up to be great, Rim. I'm telling you that. So far, from what I've seen... This has the chance to be the best Bachelor season of all time that I've watched, which is not, which isn't of all time. I haven't seen them all. What makes you say that? Nick seems to be a very um, good Bachelor. He seems like a funny dude, which I didn't anticipate. Um, He seems like an interesting dude. He doesn't put up with shit. He doesn't just cater to these women. You know, if they're doing something wrong, he seems like he's going to call them out and that's going to cause drama on both sides. Like where it's headed. One thing I did like about him right off the bat is, and Nick is new to me. I want to explain that to our new listeners. Nick is new to me. One thing I like about Nick is, and can relate to, is that he has legitimately zero game. And he's not a good small talker. No, he's not. He's kind of funny in like a a little bit of a self-deprecating kind of way and kind of, yeah, sarcastic. Yep. He played along with the shark girl. But yeah, he's he's more or less appearing like he's a normal dude. Yes. Who just happens to be on his fourth season of a Bachelor franchise TV show. <laughs> AB, they told us he was a super controversial Bachelor because he's gotten twice. He's gotten second twice and just came off a season of Bachelor in Paradise. So ABC really needed to do some image rehab on this guy. And the first thing they did was put him in a, in a I don't know, some patio with Ben, Sean Lowe, and some other dude. Old guy. Crystal. <laughs> Rim, can you can you believe they did a bachelor and just had an old farmer on there? 
Can you believe that? That was like one of the seasons. I didn't watch it, but can you believe that was a thing? I was like, he's like the Abe Vigoda. For an entire season? <laughs> entire season? He's sitting there with these guys who are, I don't know, are they close to 30 now? Ben Higgins is like 25. He looks 20 years older than the three guys that he was with there. And one of them's almost his age in uh, Nick. Nick is, Nick is an old guy for Bachelor, and he looks 15 years older than Nick unbelievable that guy was very old it was like a dad <laughs> yeah, raising like, who invited this dad to this cool dude's conversation a womanizing dad teaching his sons the ways of staying single while still you know trying to find love on tv <laughs> that's the angle they're playing he's never gonna give up on love well of course you're not gonna give up on love when people abc keeps throwing opportunities in your face to to date 50 women at a time AB, what'd you think of the little locker room talk that went down? You know, little boys pounding whiskey, <laughs> talking about chicks, talk. <laughs> talking about chicks, talking about love. What'd you, what'd you think of the advice those guys gave him? Because you watch most of their seasons. The one thing that stood out to me is Ben doesn't seem quite sold on Nick. He seemed like he didn't really like the guy, honestly. And if when Ben throws up a little red flag there, because he was kind of like, I like you now, but you were the worst in the past. And if Ben doesn't like you, I'm probably not going to like you because Ben's my favorite person. Well said. He was he he was a little bit of a okay. You got to prove it. You know you're you've you've swung the you started out with the pendulum in the wrong in the direction of douche, and now it's swinging back towards decent guy. But you got to continue the momentum and come all the way back. So he's in he's in your boat. He needs he needs Nick to show him a little something before you can give him the full trust. And plus, you got to remember Nick or Ben is like a secret Jesus guy. So you never know Ben. You know. <laughs> You don't. Ben probably doesn't approve of the fact that Nick is, you know, hooking up with, uh, I conservatively a half dozen women on on the ABC <laughs> Family Network. If you watch the reruns, so first episode recap always includes a rundown of the contestant entrances. This is where you and I, basically the Friars Club club roast of these twenty six year old girls. We're gonna run down all the entrances, make a quick joke about each one. And if they're not memorable, then they're not memorable, and we move on. That's the way it's going to go. So strap in. First girl we're talking about, A.B., Vanessa, the special needs teacher with a special look, in my opinion. She comes in speaking the French. I thought she was French for a little bit. Nope, she just knows French, and she speaks it well and fluently. <laughs> Heart of gold, 29 years old, within Nick's acceptable range, in my opinion. I think she's an early, early favorite, to be quite frank with you. We'll get to the picks later, but what did you think of Vanessa? I couldn't agree more, Rim. This girl has got something special. She's very down to earth. And just looking at like social media last night, she's a lot of people's favorite right now, Rim. A lot of people's favorite. I didn't see any Vanessa haters out there. And if you're listening and you're a Vanessa hater, why don't you put this on pause, step outside your car, take a walk, take a deep breath, and really think <laughs> about where you're going in your life if you're anti-Vanessa. Okay? Next up, Josephine. Her background story was very, I'd say, unsettling. She's very weird. <laughs> She's, She's very, very weird with her cat. She's a nurse, but the nurse outfit she was wearing was like a was sexy like a Halloween <laughs> nurse outfit. Yeah. It wasn't okay. <laughs> Makes you wonder if she's really a nurse or not. I'd say she got away with one because there's no way she's a real nurse. <laughs> Nurses wear like scrubs. They don't yeah. wear like those those like tailored white coats with like the yeah, sexy with... split collar that kind of in like the cleavage, a, like the hat, like the the white hat. and like the American Red Cross like red yeah. cross logos. I don't know about all this. Um, I said she was gonna be gone first night. 
I didn't like how she referenced her intro was talking about all of Nick's failed relationships. AB, what'd you think of this girl? Josephine is just your classic person who thinks they're very funny, but they just are not. Fu- she's not funny. And well she tries to, and she thinks she's funny and she tries to be funny and make everyone laugh, but she doesn't make anyone laugh. And I want her out. <laughs> she she weirds me out. How about that lady in the tramp hot dog thing? How she gross. Goes, do, you want a, do you want a lady in a trampet? That's what she said. You want a lady in a trampet? Uh, number one, no. I don't want a lady in a tramp anything. Not a common movie either. You have to be, <laughs> I'd say 30 is the, the age floor for knowing what lady in the tramp is. Okay, I barely know what that is. It's the spaghetti deal, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. What was the best case scenario for how that was going to end, Josephine? It was an uncooked hot dog. It's fucking disgusting. I mean, I also wrote that Nick needed to chip. He was acting like it was the worst thing he's ever had. Uncooked hot dogs aren't that bad, Rim. No, but you're weird, though. Do you eat? Do you eat when you have pizza? In fact, shout out to you. We had pizza yesterday together. Thanks for having me. We didn't finish it all. You put it in the fridge. Do you eat pizza the next day without heating it back up? No, of course not. I heat it up. All right, that's that's my brother. Then he does that. But uncooked hot dogs are disgusting. You're I don't know why. And it fucking it came in a book. What was the whole, what was that even a bit about? I, I, <laughs> like I said, she thinks she's funny. She had this whole shtick in her head and it just did not land. Like nothing landed in anything she said. She seemed like she probably wanted to become a nurse specifically for that outfit. She thought that that's how <laughs> nurses dressed. So that's why she pursued a career in nursing. Next up, we got Raven, family, faith, and football, AB. This girl is basically Friday Night Lights. Arkansas Draw owns a little boutique fashion store. I don't now. I, I, talking to a couple people, they think Raven's got something to her. I don't see it. Seriously, seems like a freaking cast member of that Buck Wild show on MTV. Rim, you ever seen that? <laughs> freaking like mudding and all this. If some, if you're mudding, I'm probably not gonna be that into you. <laughs> no, if you're mudding, you might be a nice girl, but you're not for Rim and AB. Okay, no. that's not. A, that's not our taste. Next up, we have Corinne. Now, she says she runs a multi-million dollar company. Now, honey, who's running the company while you're on The Bachelor? That's right. Your daddy is. Who started the company? It's his company. (laughs) She says she's what it reminded me of when she says she's running the business. You know how when you're driving with a little kid and you give your little kid that like fake car so they're moving the wheel? That's what it is with Corinne in this business. She's fake moving this wheel of the business and thinks she's running it, but she actually has no control over anything. Bossing around her dad and her mom and treating her (laughs) nanny like trash, like Corinne. Not a good look, dear. She thought that made her look like... I saw her compared to Tiffany Trump, which I thought was a very apt compared. They even look alike. Now, that was her intro, but later in the show, AB, it was revealed that Corinne is basically the new Olivia. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I'm no doctor, but I would I would classify her as a sex addict. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tone it down a little bit. I thought during the show that she she came off as someone kind of gets what she wants, which told me that she was going to go very far. I had her in my original top four. And then in the posts, like coming up on the Bachelor stuff, I think she may cross the line a little too far and a little too early. It's all a matter of how early it is. Last season, I thought Olivia was going to make it a lot farther, but she turned into a psycho very early. 
I don't want to make that same mistake, Rim. So I think she's going to be gone pretty early. At one point, she clearly tries to solicit, would you say? Is that the right <laughs> yeah. word for what she did to Nick in his hotel room? It seems like there was payment under the table. That's <laughs> the vibe I got from the thing. <laughs> she tries to do that. Uh, she goes topless at one point in front of all the other girls. Oh, yeah, I totally uh, forgot about that. There's that situation. Broad daylight. Broad daylight. Broad daylight with 15 other girls in the pool. I mean, I just can't see her making it. Before I saw the what's coming up the rest of the season part of the episode, I had her in my top four. But mm. I just don't want to make that same mistake again. Uh, stunningly beautiful, I might add. That helps a little bit. <laughs> also... You say you made the mistake with Olivia. Yeah. But Nick is not Ben. Nick appears to be a million times more shallow than Ben. Do you think that makes a difference? Or is she just too outrageous to even stomach? You know, I I still think she's going to make it far. I just don't want to put her in my top four right now. I, I can see her I can see her going very far and being that girl that everyone hates, but he doesn't really hate. Yeah. Next up, we have Alexis, straight out of Jersey Shore. Alexis's quote that really struck a chord with me it was, life's too short, just have fun with it. So Alexis decided to show up wearing a 100% bona fide shark costume. <laughs> now keep in mind, she's the aspiring dolphin trainer. Big controversy whether or not it was a shark or a dolphin costume. Obviously, yeah. sharks, dolphins don't have gills, so that's it the right gills. there. There's no discussion. Yeah. She insisted that it was a dolphin costume. She was pretty blackout drunk, AB. <laughs> do you think she knew it was a shark costume and she was just kind of playing along, playing a little bit? Or do you think she genuinely thought it was a dolphin? Listen, the whole dolphin thing that she's going for, there's... It's you can poke holes in that whole <laughs> thing she's going with. She he asks her what this is about, and she's just like, "I just love dolphins. I love the Miami Dolphins." And it's like, okay, that well, was her first skirt. thing. Yeah, that was the first thing she said. She didn't even talk about how she's an aspiring dolphin trainer, which is clearly at this point not even a thing. She does. This girl does not have a job. That's what she put for her to try to be funny, and it worked. It was funny. I I thought it was gonna be stupid. Nick Everybody liked it. it. When she when she like walked into the water and started doing the dolphin call to him, that was a very funny like she yeah. stuck with it. She didn't back down from the other girls hating her and all this other no. stuff. By the end of the night, it seemed like all the girls loved her. It took commitment. Into the water was funny. She showed up, she wore the dolphin costume at the rose ceremony. Yeah. She didn't she didn't <laughs> take it off at any point in the night. Now, Corinne, the spawn of the devil, uh, roasted her not only for th thinking it was dumb to wear the dolphin costume, but she also kind of took shots at her body and what it may or may not look like under the yeah, dolphin costume, yeah. which was highly inappropriate but highly entertaining. <laughs> she was also wearing uh, heels. She was wearing a dolphin costume and then was rocking heels like a the baddest Odd bitch move. in town. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she owned it. They had a great time. I think she seems like a pretty fun girl, you know, just kind of sober up. She's got <laughs> she's got the she's got the twin vibe to her where she's going to stick around because she's a fun time. Producers Absolutely. will keep her on. Hey, Nick liked it. Next up, Danielle M. Danielle M, I think is one of the early fan favorites. Not a huge fan of her voice me personally. Big fan of her hair, AB. These two seem like they had a connection. Had some solid one-on-one -on -one time. Nick made a couple self-deprecating jokes because he made a, he asked a dumbass question. 
She's my she's in my early top two, Rim. Top two? Top two. Wow. Well, don't reveal your final four just yet, but that's I can see that. She's she's a she's a favorite of mine. She's from Nashville. In her little cutscene, she's walking down that bridge that me and you rode bikes on that one time. I don't know if you remember that. I'll never forget it. Shout out to Nashville. <laughs> People Best city in the world. world. People forget we rode a rode bikes in Nashville one time. Listen, we basically shot like an intro for the gay bachelor. <laughs> and you and I were contestants, just kinda like weaving in and out, going down that bridge. Kind of well, same bridge, same bridge that Danielle was on. I love that she's from Nashville, though. She seems very sweet, very and sweet. they did seem to have a good connection. I liked her voice, also. Side I liked her voice, mm-hmm, not no. indifferent. You like your pro Danielle's voice, very soft spoken. Uh, you kind of have to like lean in to hear it. Like it. Oh, and then what happens when you lean in? A B. Anything goes. <laughs> anything. <laughs> not anything goes. We have we have boundaries in the age of Trump. A B. We still have to reiterate that we as men do have boundaries. Oh, Shout yeah, out to all the ladies out there. Uh, yeah, we're pro Danielle M. I think she's going to do very well. Next up, Taylor, the mental health counselor from I don't know Seattle, Washington, whatever. Taylor got her master's from Johns Hopkins, and she's only twenty three years old. Yeah, smart girl. Now, she's already talking about Nick like he's one of her patients because her big thing is relationships and things of that nature. So I don't I don't see this working out with Taylor. Oh, side note, before you go, she's uh, mixed. So shout out to mixed people. <laughs> yeah, she's mixed. She's mixed white and black. And she she had a little story about how she uh, she says when she was growing up, black girls didn't like her because she was white and white girls didn't like her because she was black. A little sad story for you there. Yeah, I mean, I don't buy it, but <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> I don't know. You're you're pretty. I think that makes a big difference. I don't think you know. I mean, I don't know what her backstory is, but this girl did also, fine. There's a lot of up. mixed girls. You're there's a lot of mixed people in your generation, so yeah. you're not that. I don't know. Anyway, leave it to the white guy to tell you what's not racist. Go ahead, AB. <laughs> um, she's also the one when she uh. Stepped out of the limo, she says before coming on this, all her girlfriends said that he's a p- complete piece of shit. That's right. Uh, why would you say that? You, I thought you were a smart girl because you graduated from John Hopkins, but why would that be what you're coming with? Instant turn off. Not only did she say, all my girlfriends told me not to come on this because they said you're a piece of shit. She didn't really like qualify it. She didn't really follow it up with a, but I like you because A, B, and C. She was just like, yep. <laughs> that's what they told me and then kind of left it which, which really offended nick and rightfully so but she got a rose she's still here next up we have liz now liz we're going to talk about a little more in depth because this is an unprecedented contestant on the bachelor to our knowledge now ab i say unprecedented because apparently at that wedding nick and liz had a little soiree back at the hotel if you will do you want to get into that now or do you want to talk about it later Let's 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 hold off on that. We could we could do a whole podcast on that. Stay tuned. Next up, we have Danielle L. All I remember about Danielle L. A. B. Call me a chauvinist if you want. Whenever someone says that, they're gonna say something super chauvinistic. Regrettable. <laughs> Regrettable. Yeah, go ahead though. She took that dress and suffocated it and put it in a stranglehold <laughs> and ch- changed the dress game forever. I don't remember her talking. Not even sure what color hair she has. What do you got on Danielle L? 
I just put that Nick was being kind of creepy about the dress. He's kind of weirded me out a little bit about it. And he kind of did this throughout the night as well. He was to start the with the first like 10 people he talked to was very awkward, I thought, because he mm-hmm. kept being a little too into the like, you're looking amazing. And that dress is it's just a little much, Nick. And he was especially into Danielle's dress. He commented on it like four or five times. AB, you took the words right out of my mouth. The guy is very obviously a boob guy, okay? <laughs> because he made he made no eye contact he with, didn't. like you said, probably the first 10. He was like, oh my God, you look... And he kind of... <laughs> this comes into play later in the show, but he kind of mumbled it. Like, he was just like so taken aback by the way yeah. these girls were killing their dresses. He was like, oh my God, you look amazing. And then he'd like <laughs> look them up and down, like really... Ugh. Yeah, back up, back. The move was the backup move. Look him up and down, and then on the way back up, stop in the middle for pause in the middle, and then finally, while she's talking, get back up to the eyes. It's like I can see why America thinks you're a scumbag, Nick. <laughs> anyway, um, as little as I know about Danielle, I have her potentially my top five when all said and done. So that's how that's how much many points I gave her for the dress game. Next up, we have Christian. I believe she wore a yellow dress. This is the girl from Oklahoma with the Oklahoma hair. She said, honestly, I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. And then Nick said, this is super weird, awful interaction. But I think she got a rose. Am I am I correct? What do you got on Christian? She got a rose. Uh, she says she's been watching him on TV for three years. She just continued to go on with the reality TV stuff and how he's a celebrity, even though it clearly wasn't the direction he wanted to take the conversation. I agree. Very weird. Next up, Angela, the model from South Carolina. First, she acknowledged that Nick was not the most ideal bachelor in the eyes of America. But then she followed it up with an outrageous lie, which is, <laughs> which is, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't you. Rim, I don't know if you know how this works, but they're, they're chosen to be a part of the show before The Bachelor or Bachelorette is announced. So you're telling me you got chosen, and then Nick, who wasn't really even in the running, was chosen, and you just and you would have turned it down otherwise? Mm-mm. Not buying a lady. Mm-mm. Doesn't hold water, <laughs> no, doesn't hold. I mean, when you were chosen and you signed up for this show, there had to have been very little chance that Nick was going to be The Bachelor at that point. Bachelor in Paradise probably hadn't even begun. He wasn't even in the talk of America at that point. Get out of here, Angela. That's why your ass got sent home. Someone else who got sent home, maybe? Lauren Hussey? I was kind of stunned by this. Lauren appeared to me like she could have been Miss America. Um, When she got sent home, I mean, Lauren, if you're listening, you know, what's up? Because I can't believe you didn't get a rose. That's preposterous. You got anything on Lauren, maybe? She had no screen time. She that's you said it right there. She got no screen time. The only thing you saw from her is when she was uh, talking about how their names make up that, you know, they have bad last names. Yeah, bad last name. Not a strong connection with that. No, I don't I don't think she got I don't think she got time with Nick. In fact, like halfway through the episode when he was doing the cocktail hour, he had only talked to like 10 of the 30 girls and it there was like he was running out of time cuz Nick didn't understand <laughs> that he needed to talk to everyone so i don't think he legitimately got to everyone in the house to talk to and i don't think i just think she wasn't one that talked to him so you think probably less than half of the girls got to got legit one-on-one time at the No i, I bet it was 20 i bet it's 20 out of the 30 and then 10 just didn't get time at all well that would make sense because there didn't seem to really be a rhyme or reason for the girls that didn't get a rose no. 
Next up, we have Christina, who did get a rose, oddly. Um, now, before the season started, I, I said Christina, she's from Kentucky, and I said she looks like she's from Kentucky. And you can already hear, I already knew what her voice sounded like. AB, and one of the biggest shockers, I'd say, in Bachelor history, the girl's Russian or something. I don't know what she is, but she's not from Kentucky. What do you got on Christina? Listen, I don't know anything about this girl. I got zero notes. And that I do remember that there was like another person that was speaking different languages and had a, had a different accent. But I didn't see her on the show. I don't remember her at all. Two hours. They say The Bachelor's too long. It's two hours. When you have no. 30 girls, it's not long enough. Got to bump it up to to three hours there. I need, yeah. I want the stories of all 30 too. They only did about yeah. 10 to 15 stories. I don't think they did 10 AB. I think they did six. Honestly, they did not do enough stories. And I was very disappointed by that. Listen, two 30 year old dudes here would like more background info on the background, contestants. Background, please. please. We got a, we got a podcast we're trying to run here. We need Thank stories. <laughs> yeah. Nothing worse than we, we get to a girl's name and neither of us have any notes because we don't have a background story. Okay. Uh, next up, Ida Marie. She did the trust fall thing, and then she got sent home. I don't know anything else about Ida Marie. I will <laughs> say that an hour ago when I checked who didn't get a rose, just before that, I would have told you, watch out for Ida Marie. She might be a little sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> I I apparently, she didn't get a rose. I'm stunned by that. I loved the trust fall thing. I just think she fell into the the Nick issue of not talking to everybody in the house. He, he he, I mean, when you have 30 people, there's going to be some people that are going to be good candidates, but you just didn't have enough time to talk to everyone and make a real connection with people. 30 people is a lot of people to meet. Shout out to Olivia, another girl who didn't get a rose, coming in hot with the Cameron fur coat. I don't know why Nick took it off, frankly. He was killing it. And I'm a little disappointed that Olivia didn't get a rose. I would like to have seen the Alaska girl go far in this very continental United States based yeah. show we don't get a lot of info about alaska in our lifetimes this would have been a nice look into the world of alaska and we're all missing out because of this i would have really liked to see olivia make it to hometowns yeah. i want to know more about anchorage listen <laughs> you google image these places in alaska they got anchorage is a legit city up there they got tall buildings and shit who knew no shit about it it's a shame. That, I mean, that's on Obama. Probably do a little do a little research outside of Bachelor and find out about Alaska, but no, no. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Next up, Haley, who came in steaming hot when she came in with her, do you know what girls who wear underwear say? And he, obviously, Nick is a dumbass, had no idea how to respond. She goes, neither do I. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Are your parents watching? AB. What do you got on Haley? I didn't love that part. I didn't love that part. Um, Mr. Well, father of a daughter. So go father ahead. Father of a daughter. I didn't love that part. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want Isabel to be on the Bachelor one day and that be her opening line. Let's just put it that way. I wouldn't enjoy watching that. You'd be okay with her being on the Bachelor with like a more tame opening line. Then <laughs> she comes in with a tame opening line. You know, becomes America's sweetheart. Sure, go on there. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> For a hell of a podcast. If, yeah, if really your would. daughter grew up to be the Bachelor twenty years and we're fifty, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but that being said, I don't mind Haley. I, I got her in, I I think she's one of my favorites right now, honestly. Really? Okay. Yeah, I liked her. Astrid. All I got is that she speaks German. Anything on Astrid? She got the first rose rim. What does that mean? I know it's not supposed to mean anything. Is that even true? She got the first rose. That's unconfirmed. I That's confirmed. <laughs> I don't agree with that. He came with Astrid? You can't marry an Astrid. I'm sorry. You need to change your name. Astrid's no, she didn't get the first name. rose. Take that back. She didn't get the first rose. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, didn't get the first rose. Who got it then? Vanessa. Uh, oh, okay. It's all starting yeah. to add up then. Yep. Astrid got the fourth rose. She got, my notes say she got one of the first rose. Sorry, I skipped Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. Listen, Bachelor is rapid fire. It's really hard. Your boys take a lot of notes. It's really easy to make a couple typos or get something mixed up. So six pages of notes here. She got the fourth rose. Which I take the first five people to get roses? That means something to me. And you want to know who really? it was? Vanessa, Danielle. This is white Danielle. Uh, the other Danielle is also white. Danielle no, she's M. Not. Well, Danielle M is like Danielle M is like clear. Larry Bird clear. Danielle L. I don't think Danielle has anything to her. But again, I wasn't looking at her face. You crazy? Pull up a picture of her. Pull up a picture <laughs> from her. Relax. Relax. Right? <laughs> Uh, let me see here. I mean, she's tan. All right, we need some. We need someone to. Get she might in be here. a quarter. She might be a quarter. I'd say an eighth Korean at best. <laughs> okay, going forward, I will refer to uh, the Nashville girl as White Danielle, and you'll know who the other Danielle will be. There's two of them. We gotta we gotta differentiate them. So you, we need to decide what to call Danielle L. No, we can just call her Danielle. We no, got I'll white Danielle and we got Danielle. No, I'll get confused. We'll call her either Tan Danielle or Dress Danielle. It's up to you. Let's go with one eighth Danielle. Danielle eighth. Okay. All right. Danielle eighth. Anyway, uh, she got what? She got the third rose, you said? She got the third rose. Uh, Astrid got the fourth and Corinne got the fifth. Those are five big names in the competition this year. Oh, yes. I'm Astrid is not on my radar at all, but the the other three out of the five, I think, are definitely contenders. Hey, speaking of white, Danielle, we didn't mention that she came in hot with some maple syrup out of the limo. I'd have married Danielle M on the white Danielle. I'm sorry. On the spot. Got a little weird when he had to lick the syrup off her finger, though, that she could have thought that out a little more. Okay. That puts her square in the top third of entrances, because keep in mind, some of these other girls were jumping off disgusting camels and making them eat frozen hot dogs. 
So licking syrup off the finger ain't no big deal, really. I'm not licking syrup off your finger until I until we're married. Period. Um, I'm not, as you know, I'm a, I'm not a big germ guy. I'm not afraid of germs. If a girl is cool with me licking syrup off her finger, I know there's something there. And if a girl's like, eh, I don't do that, then we're done. That's facts <laughs> only from Rick. <laughs> Next up, we got Jamie, J-A-I-M-I, the chef from New Orleans, Louisiana. A.B., what did you think about the nose ring on this chick? Was, was Jamie, was she the one that mentioned that she had balls and it was kind of like, skirt? And then she's like pulls down two balls from her nose, like nose ring yes. balls. Was that her? I'm not into that. <laughs> I wasn't into that at all. 2016, you thought maybe we had a transgender person on the show. I thought, that, was, that was on the table, okay, yeah. when she said that. Yep. For a few seconds, I thought, okay, it's on. We're going here. <laughs> let's see Listen, how Nick reacts. <laughs> it's on. We're going right. Strap in. <laughs> Strap in. Let's see how Nick reacts here. Listen, talk about a producer pick. Now, I'm not against girls with nose rings whatsoever. Do your thing. That particular nose ring reminded me of, like, Bebop and Rocksteady from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the hog with the nose through it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't yeah. into that at all. No. So, not a big Jamie guy. She got a rose. She comes up in the what's coming up this season part of the episode, and she apparently used to be a lesbian as well. Or maybe she's Oh, bisexual. that's right. She has an ex-girlfriend. I don't really explain it yet. Yes, she's, she's got an ex-girlfriend. That's going to be a good storyline to follow. I, yes. I imagine that I, I, I've i watched the show enough now to know that the things they preview are always disappointing. I imagine that's a blip on the season's radar, honestly. Yeah, I don't think Nick will care, and I don't think the other girls will care, frankly. Next up, Susanna. She gave Nick a beard massage. Just a lazy, in my opinion, as a guy with a beard, just a lazy get-to-know-you entrance. Like, hey, can I massage your beard? Okay, can't wait to see inside. Like, that's what you're coming with? Of course, she got, she, you know... Kicked rocks, hit the, hit the, kick the dust, whatever you want to say to get rid of her. She's done. She's done. You got anything on Suzanne? Any jokes? You hit it all. You hit it all. <laughs> Gracias. Now, next we got Sarah, a school teacher who I have, as I was going through my notes and kind of reorganizing them in preparation for this re- recording session, I put Sarah is bubbly as fuck like seven times throughout my notes, A.B., the girl has a, has a megawatt smile. School teacher, she seems to be mega positive. I think she's going to be very popular in the house. Big Sarah guy, what do you got? I'm a, I'm a fan of her. I liked how she entered. She ran. She ran from the outside and said, I thought oh, you'd appreciate right. another runner-up. I like that. That's Oh, that's that cute. worked. Hey, that's even fun. Nick liked that. That's fun. Nick liked it. it she, t- she made a joke about him. That was different than what of a couple other girls did, which was kind of very awkwardly bring up his past relationships on The Bachelor. She didn't she her hers hit. Hers was not awkward. It wasn't too far into making fun of Nick. It was light. It was it, it was very something light. they could both laugh about. Whereas yeah. the other girls, like you mentioned, were just like, listen, I know you're basically America's biggest love reality show loser. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll give you a shot anyway. Like, exactly. it was none of those hit. That hit, you're right. I think Sarah's going to go far. I agree. Brittany was my preseason pick, um, based literally based on just a picture and an interesting necklace. That's it. I think Brittany's going to be a nobody. Really turned me off with a fake cavity search bit. Is that supposed to be funny? That's a guy's worst nightmare. Yeah. You're lucky you didn't get sent home right on the spot, girl. Thank your lucky stars. 
Um, they totally glossed over her. She's a nobody so far in my eyes. What do you got on Brittany? She got no airtime. No airtime besides the cavity search. Sad. I mean, is that really what you want to be known for? It's not over yet. She still's got a chance. I think so, too. Dark Horse, maybe, but she's definitely not in my list of contenders at the moment. N- mine neither. Lacey came in on a camel, A.B. You've watched for a long time. Where does the camel rate on animal entrances? There was, there was one camel entrance already on the Bachelor Rim. It was on Ben, uh, the original Ben, not Ben Higgins. There was a Ben before that that picked this model. It was like the sh- one of the shortest relationships in Bachelor. It did not work. He was a terrible <laughs> Bachelor. But anyways, I think, I believe, if I remember correctly, they exited when he proposed to her. They exited on a camel. So I wasn't, camels already happened, Rim. Interesting. Well, the joke was that I hear you like a good hump. Again, don't watch a show with your family or young children, okay, <laughs> folks? It didn't hit in my eyes. No. Nick obviously doesn't want to be known for these things. He is, no. but he doesn't want to be. Who does? Yeah. As a womanizer, he doesn't want that. No. He's trying to change his look. I don't think, I don't have Lacey among my, uh, she's a group C. She's a C-level player at this point in the game. We got a couple more people that we haven't talked about yet. Brianna, Jasmine B, and Michelle. I don't have any notes on them. They all went home. Two of them were black. AB, do you have, as the black co-host, do you have any opinions on that? Uh, Four of the eight girls that went home were women of color, Rim. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> just, wanted you to, just want you to know that. Four of one half. It's interesting you say that because obviously I recognize that. <laughs> But there is hope on the horizon, A.B., for females of color. We got Dominique still in the game. And we got Jasmine G., the former Warriors dancer. She's been getting a lot of grief today for crying because she didn't have a chance to talk to Nick. You got anything on Jasmine G.? I just wrote that she's the first one to cry. And she brought Neil, the ring guy. And oh, was that like a weird little deal where she told him her ring size and like they're picking out rings. Uh, that was weird. Um, that's a crazy I, girl I, move. That's a crazy that's, girl. It's move. a weird. It's a very crazy move. I don't think she's gonna go very far. But she and she was the first one to cry in the house, which is never a good sign either. No. Well, he didn't know that at the time, presumably. No, I don't think he knows it. But it's just never a good sign for the the psyche of that person if they're crying the first night because they hadn't talked to him and the night's not even over yet. Too hard tick marks against jasmine g that's for certain Mm -hmm. crying in the in the ring move yep last but certainly not least in fact you could argue that she's last and first the woman who received the the first impression rose i'm gonna go ahead and say for the first time in history yeah was rachel the black lawyer from texas ab how did you feel last night watching this knowing that Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream is now fully realized. <laughs> and in his grave, he, he held up one fist. And now f- racism is finally over. And we are equal, A.B. How did you feel last night knowing Listen, that in Trump's America, a black woman can get the first impression, Rose? Listen, the only, the only comparison I can make that I've felt this way in my life would be when Obama got inaugurated. That's it. Yeah. Rachel was the first person that Nick had one-on-one time with. I thought they were throwing everybody a bone. They were just trying to erase all the criticism early on by having those two talk. The chemistry Spoiler, was there. The chemistry really was there. I, I mentioned earlier he's bad at small talk. 
he didn't seem to really be into a lot of the girls that were showing up. Him and Rachel really hit it off. They had that Milwaukee connection. AB, there's such a stark difference between the girls in their late 20s and early 30s on the show and the 23-year-old shit-faced, blackout, drunk girls in the dolphin costumes. There's a really big gap there. And I think Nick was into Rachel. She was just like, listen, I'm a badass trial lawyer, and now I'm ready to fall in love. Are you the guy? Let me know or I'm out. <laughs> Let me know if you're in for the real deal, the real thing, or if you're going to be a punk-ass dude. Listen, what a great moment, I thought. Rachel, I don't have her in my top four, per se, but she's going far, and it seemed genuine, the interest. I mean, you could Nick's eyes were lighting up as they were talking. It was fabulous. It was. She also, she also snuck a kiss in, Rim. Don't forget about that. Snuck a snuck the first. I don't want to say the first kiss because um, obviously Corinne Corinne st- stole a kiss that he wasn't into and did not want. Okay, well there was tongue. It wasn't like he wasn't into it. Ab, they were going after it. He said he said he didn't feel very comfortable with it, and he hoped that no one saw it. So I mean, it was kind of like he didn't want to do it, but he he wanted to do it. Side note, if you're Nick, what do you mean you hoped no one saw? You're, this is your third time in this house. You know where you know the hiding spots are, my man. You know these girls saw what was going down, so don't play that game. But let's not get off the rails here. Let's just call that the first kiss. That the first mutual kiss. First mutual kiss of the, of the season was Rachel. And it's a big moment. Big moment. Big moment for America. I mean, that was we needed some healing like this, I think. <laughs> America. Uh, okay, let's get into Liz and Nick a little bit, AB. We mentioned this earlier. Liz hooked up with Nick at a wedding. Well, Nick hooked up with Liz. I mean, I don't want to imply any sexism here, folks. Yep. Nick hooked up with Liz at a wedding of former Bachelor contestants. I mean, what a disgusting cesspool of crossing streams this world is. The story goes that Nick asked for Liz's number, and she denied him. Now, no big deal. Do your thing. Girl power, all that. But that is a bad look now, because she had every, Liz had every opportunity. If she really, truly liked Nick, she could have reached out to where their mutual friend got Nick's number and pursued the relationship. But here she is on The Bachelor competing with 29 other women, and she's acting like that's no big deal. Like, logically, for me, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up, Rim. Most of the girls on these shows and guys when it's The Bachelorette time, they're talking about how they've had such bad luck with love and all this other stuff. Well, it's it's weird to me that you had this situation where you could have... It's obviously a guy that's looking for love, and you just turned him down for no reason. And she comes with the the BS excuse of, I truly believe if we're supposed to cross paths again, we would. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Totally if we're supposed BS. to cross paths? I bet you live. Where does she live? You did cross paths. <laughs> That's what they're calling it these days. You guys did cross paths. <laughs> That's what the that's what the first thing was. Why do you need to randomly cross paths a second time? That's not how it works in this world. No, that's not a, many people's origin stories that they tell their kids. If you really truly desired a relationship with Nick, you could have had it. Okay. Yeah. Now you could. Some people would spin this the other way and say, "Yeah, well, Nick could have. If Nick really liked Liz, he could have gone out. You know, he could have pursued her and gotten her number. He already made the first move." 
He made the first move and he was denied. Okay, if he did that, you would get on him for being a stalker. Okay, there's no way you can look at Nick and be like, he this was on him. Yeah. Now she got the last rose. A B. Theory goes that the last rose is always the producer pick. Do you subscribe to that theory? Or do you think Nick really sees a future with Liz? I don't subscribe to that at all. In this case, I think it was Nick kind of just letting her know, like, I'm not sold on you yet, but I'm. I, if you play your cards right, you might be able to get into the mix of things here. <laughs> get into the mix. I don't think Liz like. I don't. Th- I don't really care what happens, to Liz. Frankly, because I don't think she truly, genuinely likes him. She she was almost too coy about the backstory here. She was like, she almost played it too much of a game for my liking. You know what I mean? She yeah. was like, well, you know, let's see if he remembers. Like, well, listen, <laughs> he, did, he did remember. He's not that terrible. He's a terrible guy, but not that terrible. I don't yeah. care what happens, Liz. Frankly, I don't think she's a contender at all. And I don't think this storyline will be around for long because I don't think she's in it for him. She's not there for the right reasons, folks. It's very fair. Okay, A.B., a couple more things that we need to touch on. I've got a few general comments about the group. The red dress storyline. I mean, ladies, is that really a thing? Is it really that big a deal? If you're rocking a red dress and there's 15 other women out of 29 also wearing a red dress, I mean, worry about what's your, you know, your dress. Rock your dress. Don't worry about what the, what the other women are wearing and what color it is. I don't think Nick noticed. The only people that noticed were you. So chill out on the red dress. A.B., does this happen a lot on The Bachelor? Similar dresses? I've never seen anything like that before. No. Listen, red dresses are in. What's the big deal? If, I go on a, if I'm on The Bachelorette and I go on a group date and three other guys are wearing the, a similar puffy vest as me, I'll be like, hey, what's up, fellas? Vests are in. Let's do, what's the big deal? Let's be <laughs> let's, vest guys let's together. Get let's get it. Unbelievable. Are all those girls on the show old enough to drink, do you think? I kept seeing a lot of young-looking girls with alcohol, and I don't know. We talked about this. Some of these girls might not be 21, folks. They're all old enough for him. It's fine. Big fan. I'm just running down jokes here. Big fan. It always gets me when they leave, and it's like 7.30 in the morning. Always a good time. (laughs) People forget that this probably is a 12-hour ordeal, this whole rose ceremony thing. They probably have to do multiple takes of everything. Uh, it's, it's a long night, especially for the people that drink too much. Like the dolphin girl, she had a long night in a dolphin suit. Imagine drinking as much as dolphin girl and then getting sent home. You're basically hung over out. So you walk outside for the first time in like two days. And then you're being interviewed about why the guy didn't like you. I mean, no wonder they cry. I don't blame those girls at all. I also am a big fan of when, uh, the girls say that another girl is uh, a hoe. For kissing Nick on the first night. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're on The Bachelor, okay? D- don't throw stones if you live in a glass house, okay? Not gonna name <laughs> any names. I don't remember who said what, but it's the difference between being on The Bachelor and not kissing The Bachelor and being on The Bachelor and aggressively making out with him like Corinne. Not that big of a gap. So just you know, I mean, you're gonna make you're gonna make out with him next episode. So let's not act like it's you're you're holding off for marriage here. Let's not <laughs> come on, people. Uh, my last note is that Ida Marie is lurking and she could go far. <laughs> she didn't get a rose. <laughs> so good job by you, Tim. Ida um, Marie, she's lurking. She's lurking. I said, listen, Ida Marie's got something to her. Watch out for Ida Marie, Dark Horse. <laughs> good thing I looked up who was who didn't get a rose. Couple couple critis Nick criticisms. 
criticisms. Nicosisms. Okay. He's got no charisma. He's only into about 10% of the ladies. Every entrance, like you said, he was just like, um, okay. The guy's mumbling is Mm -hmm. out of control. Okay. People say I mumble and they get on me about that. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, he he really does forget that he's on TV half the time. I I kind of had a change of heart with, about Nick this episode. Really? I'm team Nick. I liked him. I thought he was a funny, sarcastic style to him. Sure. I enjoyed him. I think he's going to be a good bachelor. He's not he's not your normal guy either. He's not your normal guy that you see on the bachelor. He's he is not he is clearly uncomfortable with yeah. Being the bachelor, and there's something about that I like. I can buy into that. He's not polished. I really no. liked Ben, but Ben was damn near like perfect. He you always said ben. the right thing. You can't, you can't be ben. ben. There's something to be said, like you mentioned, for an unpolished. He's obviously not a regular dude, but he he comes off that way on TV. Like he he was so nervous, which is kind of cute. A little self-deprecating. Yep. And yeah, like you said, sarcastic. You know, the mumbling, there's nothing wrong with that per se, but if you're on a TV show, I mean, I got to be able to hear what you're saying. He's going to be nervous on one-on-one dates, and that's going to be interesting to see. Okay, AB, we talked about every contestant. We've roasted Nick a little bit, a little tough love. Who's in your final four? In order? From four to one. Four to one. Haley? Rachel? Vanessa and White Danielle. White Danielle. White Danielle's your winner. White Danielle's my number one. Vanessa's my number two. Haley's my number, or Rachel's my number three. Haley's my number four. I know you got a number five on there. I got a number five. (laughs) And it's Corinne right now. I like that. Mm -hmm. What's yours? Number four. Corinne. Ah. Three, Danielle. White Danielle? Eighth. Nope, Danielle Uh-oh. eighth. Mm. Yep. Listen to the dress, A.B. I was mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Sarah, school teacher. Okay, fair. Number one, Vanessa. Vanessa's got no flaws yet. Here's the thing. She didn't have as much time on yet. No, but she's a special needs teacher. I doubt she's got a ton of skeletons in the closet. I agree. I agree. That's why I got her two. I think we got two solid groups of four right there. I know. Conspicuously absent from my final four is Rachel. Yeah. Um, We celebrated that as it should be celebrated. I don't, you know, I'll believe it when I see it as far as championship contention on this, on this show. <laughs> we'll see. Best of luck to you, Rachel. And all the other females of color, we're rooting for you all. It seems weird just letting it sit like that, but it's true. <laughs> you want you want Remini B's favorites? It's them. <laughs> <laughs> the underdogs. Alright. Who doesn't love a good underdog story? It'd be it'd really be something else if a woman named Dominique won The Bachelor. That I'm just saying that'd be a big shift in America. One thing I'd like you to think about throughout this year, Rim, is the next bachelorette. Okay, 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 good, good. I'm glad you said that. I think Rachel vaulted into contention for the next Bachelorette. Okay. Got her shit together. 
No cracks in the armor. Yeah. She's got a chance. She's got a chance. Who else Who else you think? If I'm guessing right now, I think Vanessa is our next Bachelorette, folks. I really do. I think so. You know, that's not bad either because Nick, shallow guy, right? Bad reputation. Yeah. Yep. He might not pick the girl, the sterling perfect girl. He might not. A couple things before we let you go. If you're listening and you've made it this far, first, thank you very much. The show right now is available on the website, of course, hgreens.com, but also Stitcher. Search for Rosecast on Stitcher, rate and review, etc. It will be on iTunes soon. I got my guys over there working on it, running the algorithms, <laughs> trying to get it on iTunes. <laughs> Takes a couple days, but it will be on iTunes. Also, please join the Rosecast bachelor fantasy bracket challenge pool whatever on espn which is linked on the page at eightscreens.com you have to be entered by the third week rim now is that true because they're already racking up points you you can rack up points now but the actual final entry i mean you're gonna be you're gonna be down to begin but still enter until the january 16th episode you can still enter and enter your final four last but certainly not least Follow the Twitter account Rosecast ES. Rosecast was already taken. Shout out to the Russians. They got after us again. <laughs> we'll be live tweeting from there during the episodes. Trying to come up with jokes that nobody else on Twitter can come up with. That's tough. I gotta say, not easy. We would really, we got a hell of a lot of bot followers right now. Not a big fan of bot followers. So if you're a bot, and you're listening, unfollow, okay? We want real people, all right? Rosecast ES. Anyway, AB, parting shots, final thoughts, sports reporter style? I'm very excited for the rest of this season. Very excited. Nick gets slapped at some point. That's what I'm really excited. That's fake, like, AB. That's not, no, that's not know, a real Rim. slap. That's a challenge. Like, that's a challenge. That's fake as shit. He goes like, he like rips his head back. I mean, it's not real. Okay. That's like... Okay. They're recreating some movie scene, and that's you the You think that's a movie scene date? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, I do. Good call. AB, I've, it only took me two- You're getting better one, at this. <laughs> it only took me two seasons, one calendar year, to get to the point where everything that comes on the coming up next on The Bachelor, I already think of what the worst case scenario is, the most disappointing scenario, and that's what <laughs> I go with. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to The Rosecasts. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.